There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. What is going on, guys? My name's Isaiah, and this is the Crystal Lake Soldiers Podcast. This week, I am going at it alone, but I did want to get some content out to you guys. So we are just going to do kind of a short, simple episode. I just wanted to get some news out there about stuff that's been going on in the movie world with regards to horror, uh, some video game news, and some release dates and whatnot that have changed, obviously, with everything that's going on. I do hope that you guys are having a fantastic week. I'm happy to be back in the studio recording some content for you guys. But let's go ahead and get started. Now, first up on the list for tonight, we do have some adaptations that are coming up here, some remakes that I wanted to talk about just briefly here. So to get things started, James Wan, who can arguably be considered a new master of horror in the same vein of John Carpenter, Wes Craven, that kind of thing. Obviously he's done saw insidious. He started and created the whole conjuring franchise for God's sakes, but he is actually producing a new horror movie actually based off of an old Stephen King story that I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with and has already actually been done in a miniseries form which is Salem's Lot. And uh, he's actually working with Gary Doberman, uh, who wrote for the movies It, The Nun, and Annabelle Comes Home. He's actually attached to write and direct this new adaptation for the film while James Wan is going to be producing for this movie. So if you're unfamiliar with the story, basically a little backstory. So this was actually released in 1975 and was written, of course, by Stephen King. But it basically follows a writer who returns to his hometown where he lived as a child, and he basically discovers that everybody that he used to know is now a vampire there. So that's kind of the basic premise of the movie. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with this, because it's such a classic story, and the original miniseries was done by Toby Hooper, who was kind of almost fresh off of his success with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre when he made this back in 1979. Now, Gary Doberman was actually quoted saying that, I haven't seen a scary vampire movie in a long, long time, and I'd really love to tackle that. It's one of my favorite books. It's one of my favorite Stephen King books. We felt it should have the cinematic treatment that we gave it. It was a miniseries as well. So obviously he's had a chance to work on Stephen King properties before with doing the It movies. I believe it's in the right hands with uh, James Wan producing and then him writing and directing the movie. It'll be interesting to see what they do with this. It'll be great to see them bring it back to more of a scary route for vampires because that's definitely been missing, especially in vampire movies. Now you do get the one-off things like uh, The Strain which was the FX series that we've talked about in the past. 
and even to an extent the Dracula miniseries that was on Netflix, which was very, very well done as well. If they can get this back to more of a scary route for vampires, I'm all for it. I would love to see what they have planned for this. And it's, it's, it's exciting that people are wanting to make things like this scary again where they haven't been for a while because you've had things like Twilight and all this other shit that's kind of just watered down and made vampires just not seem intimidating or scary. So if they can make it scary, I'm all fucking for it. Excited for it. I think they've got the right duo behind it. And it, it'll be good to see what, what comes of this. And, you know, as m- things continue to develop with this story. So next up, another horror property that's actually kind of getting a reboot or reinvigoration or reimaging, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But the filmmaking team behind The Night House, which is kind of a Sundance Film Festival sensation that's been going around. They are working with Spyglass Media to bring back the horror classic Hellraiser. So Hellraiser has been in the process of getting a remake for God knows how long. It's been many years. But you have David Bruckner, who who directed The Night House and The Ritual, as well as sections of the horror anthology VHS. He's actually helming the, the movie and working with Ben Collins and Luke Petrowski, who have a screenplay. And... I don't know. It's it's kind of one of those things because Hellraiser is such a classic. And obviously the, the original was written and directed by Clive Barker, who actually wrote the novella that this is based off of the Hellbound Heart. I don't know how you can top that. Obviously, there's a lot of different ways you could go with the with the franchise and in different ways that you could go, kind of go about it. But, you know... As much as I like some of David Bruckner's stuff, I just don't know. It, obviously, we don't know a whole lot right now other than that it's being made, supposedly. Because, I mean, this this project has been brought up so many times and it's started and stopped and, you know, been dropped so many times. It, it, it's, it's almost at the point where it's like, okay, they're saying that they're doing this, but are they really going to do it? You know, there's been a lot of... I mean, even Clive Barker has said previously where he was trying to get it remade and that didn't go anywhere i mean you had the guy that fucking created this world trying to get it remade and it didn't go anywhere so i don't know if i have high hopes for it right now or not i do know that i do love the hellraiser franchise as a whole so if this does get made i'll definitely check it out but at the same time i'm not holding my breath just because you get your hopes up so much just to be let down and it seems like every time that they say that they're going to be remaking it and doing it with a big budget, they come out with another fucking low budget, you know, thing to keep the rights and whatnot. So, but I mean, that's not always a bad thing because even though a lot of the direct-to-video Hellraiser movies are pure shit, there's ones like Hellraiser Judgment that are actually pretty fucking good. And some of you may not have liked Hellraiser Judgment. I personally did. I thought the new person that they got to play Pinhead was spot on. And I personally liked what they did with it. Some of the other ones like Detter and and Inferno and and all that, I didn't fucking care for. But the most recent one I actually thought was pretty fucking well done for what they had. And even though it was like an original story that they kind of spun 
into being a Hellraiser story by just adding Pinhead and kind of tweaking things a little bit. I understand that they did it that way, but at the same time, it, I thought it turned out pretty good. So it, it it could be exciting if this actually does happen, but we'll have to see where this goes as things start to develop with it. Cause it was just announced that this is taking place. So we'll see, you know, I'm kind of holding out hope, but I'm also not getting my hopes up to the point where I end up uh, being let down. So we'll see what happens with that. Now, some more news with regards to Halloween Kills. So we know Halloween Kills is coming. The good news is it hasn't been pushed back. There's been a lot of movies that have been pushed back recently, obviously with everything that's going on in the world right now, but one that hasn't been touched as of yet is Halloween Kills. So that is still on schedule to be released in October as they had originally planned. Now, somebody recently tweeted to Jason Blum asking if we're going to basically see a trailer soon. And what Jason Blum replied was that we are tweaking it. And this is a direct quote from his Twitter. So we are tweaking it. I'll tell you something. It's looking really good. And he ended it with saying soon. So hopefully this means that we are finally going to be getting a trailer for Halloween kills here soon. So there's no real news on when we'll get that or nothing's kind of been said about when we might be possibly getting a trailer, but hopefully it means sooner than later. And honestly, at this point, you know, with everything going on in the world, I think this would be good to get this out there, get people's hopes up for something to kind of look forward to. And it's, it's definitely one that we've talked about a lot. It's one that we're looking forward to. I'm excited to know that a trailer is hopefully coming soon. So we will let you know as we get more information, obviously with Halloween kills and its release and whatnot, but it seems like everything's on track to come out when they had it planned originally in October. But if you're needing a Halloween fix in the meantime, though, we talked about back in October, the short film Halloween Inferno that was released by the, uh, the by Coleman Films and directed by James Coleman. Well, they actually released part two for Halloween Inferno and it's just as fucking good as the original. I mean, they did a lot of good work in this between camera work, the costuming, audio design, lighting, everything. It fucking was amazing. And the great thing about this is these guys put their own money into this to produce this. They didn't ask for a dime for these two mini short films that they did. And it's fucking amazing. Um, I'm going to leave a, a link down below where you can check out part two of Halloween Inferno if you would like to check it out. Now, to go along with that, they are actually crowdfunding a part three to make for this just because it does take a lot of money to rent equipment and stuff and to put stuff like this together. So they want to make a part three, but financially they they do need the help to be able to put it together. And if you're a fan of these two if you've seen them and if you've loved this, they are trying to get a third part made. So I will also leave a a link to their Indiegogo that you can go and donate. There's some 46, 47 days left of the campaign. 
to raise the money to get the part three made. They're, they're going because these first two parts were about 10 minutes a piece. They're going for a 20 to 30 minute part three. If, if I remember correctly, if, but you can obviously see that all in the Indiegogo site that they have set up for this. And they got a lot of good perks that you can go with, uh, with regards to this. So feel free to check that out. If you want to support them, great. Um, I'm thinking about doing it myself because I've, I highly enjoyed part one and part two. And I'd love to see what they do with part three as they kind of continue that story and where they want to go with it. So definitely check that out. Now, I briefly kind of talked about how movies obviously have been pushed back with everything going on in the world right now. So we did get some new release dates with regards to some of these movies. So just to kind of start things off, A Quiet Place Part 2. That was actually supposed to be coming out here at the end of last month, actually, in March. So that finally got a new release date of September 4th of this year. So that is good. Because I know a lot of movies, not not necessarily even horror, but just movies in general have been pushed back either to like November, December of this year or even into next year. I'm looking at you, Ghostbusters Afterlife, for fuck's sake. I mean, being pushed all the way back to March really sucks because that's been like one of the main movies that we've been looking forward to as as a, as our group here. We've talked about it so many times on the podcast. And it sucks that that got pushed back all the way to March when it was originally coming out in July. So that's a major bummer. So that's coming out in March. But yeah, so A Quiet Place Part 2 is coming out September 4th of this year. So you can look forward to that. So just in time for the Halloween season, as long as things don't change, that's when it's set to come out. On top of that... Candyman, which was uh, supposed to be coming out in June, I believe is what the original date was of this year, has been pushed back to September 25th of this year. So still right in time for the Halloween season. Uh, They're kind of gearing up towards that season, which is great. You know, honestly, if we get more horror movies in September, October, that's awesome. Now, one that has not had a new release date as of yet. And one that was kind of a bigger one that we were looking forward to is Spiral from the Book of Saw. So that was originally supposed to be coming out in, it was either this month or May. I don't remember the exact date. Actually, I think it was like May 10th, something around there is when it was originally supposed to be coming out. But they obviously pushed that back as well. And uh, so far, there's been no new release date for that as of yet. If I were to guess, and I hope that my guess is right, to kind of go along with how they've released all the other films, I hope that they do release it in October. It would be perfect. Like all the Saw sequels were were, um, released in October of every year, uh, with the exception of Jigsaw, which took a few years after the last Saw movie before that came out. So there was a, there was a little bit of a gap between those two movies. And I I really hope that they continue that tradition because originally spiral was actually supposed to be coming out in October and then they moved it up to May. And now with it having to be pushed back again, I think it would be perfect if they put it back in that October time slot. I mean, obviously we still have Halloween coming out in October 
And I don't know if they want to try to go up against that, but even sometime earlier in October, something, just get it around that time where it's in the Halloween season. It's the perfect time to release a movie like that. I, I think that would be the best way for them to go about doing this. And, you know, maybe it, 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 it'll do better in that time frame. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise. Cause I, I was very, I don't know, kind of leery about them releasing a movie like this in, in May when it's supposed to be summertime. That's when you're like big blockbusters come out and whatnot. You're more action oriented movies, but this was a horror movie coming up in, in May. And I, I don't know if it would have done as well as it would have, if you would have released it around Halloween. I, and I could be wrong, you know, it's, but I, I really honestly believe that it probably would be do a lot better if they bring it out in October in the Halloween season. So let me know what you guys think about that. Cause I, I, I think it would do better there uh, personally myself. So those are kind of the, the, you know, the updates regarding the movies that are coming out that have been pushed back due to the issues going on in the world right now. Now, a little bit of news that came out of nowhere. And this is totally out of fucking left field. I mean, nobody would have expected anything like this to come about. But infamous 80s exploitation movie Cannibal Holocaust is getting a video game sequel that is being written and directed by the original director, Ruggiero Deodato. So, this is fucking the most insane, weird game you could probably fucking ask for. I mean, who in there, who would have ever thought that they would have made a fucking video game based off of this? It's, I don't know. It's interesting, that's for sure. I, I don't know how I feel about it yet, but the fact that they're making it has piqued my interest. Now, for those of you that don't know, kind of a little bit of backstory regarding this movie, Cannibal Holocaust. So, it was originally released in 1980. It was kind of one of the first found footage horror movies. It wasn't the first, but it was one of them. And basically follows the documentary crew on their hunt for cannibal tribes in the Amazon rainforest. It immediately gained notoriety uh, just for its graphic violence. Actually, the uh, the authorities in Italy thought this was an actual snuff film. It had depictions of sexual assault. It had actual animal cruelty in the movie, which was kind of one of the things that I really didn't care for with regards to it because I do love animals and that kind of made me not like the movie as much. It is what it is. And it was, you had the video nasties frenzy of the early eighties. This was definitely on that. And, uh, actually this was banned in for release, uh, you know, until 2001 by the British board of film. I mean, it's overall, the movie itself is notorious based off of everything. But basically, it's coming up on its 40th anniversary, and they released the uh, the the trailer for this video game and announced it. And it's being made by Fantastico Studio. 
And the weird thing with this is it's actually coming to console. I thought when it when I originally saw that the, they released a trailer for it, I thought, God, it's got to be for PC. But no, it's for PC, the PS4, Xbox One, and it's coming to mobile and the Nintendo Switch. Of all things, I would never, ever think that this kind of a game would come to the Nintendo Switch, but it fucking is, and it's coming out in November of this year. So, But Deodato is writing and directing this game, as I said, and it's more of an interactive horror graphic adventure is what they're saying. And, and according to Fantastico, the game will touch on themes that made the the original popular including native lives it'll obviously depict the cannibalism and and different things like there so there's it's going to be a disturbing game uh from from what it seems and and what they've talked about so if you're into that kind of stuff be on the lookout for this because this is coming in november it's coming quick and uh we'll let you know as soon as we have more uh, you know especially if there's gameplay footage We've been starting to do a little bit more video game stuff. Be on the lookout for more streams and stuff. And once this comes out, we'll probably do a live stream of this. Or at least I will. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of play through it uh, once that comes out in November. So be on the lookout for that. To kind of finish things off for tonight's episode, we I, I do want to talk a little bit regarding Blu-ray news. So this year is the 45th anniversary of jaws jaws is one of my favorite movies of all time it is a steven spielberg classic so this year they are finally getting a 4k release of this movie so jaws is finally giving some 4k love and it's actually going to have a limited edition uh for this that's actually going to be kind of cool so best buy will have an exclusive steelbook for this release, and uh, that's kind of one of the ones. And Best Buy always does good steel books. If you've ever had any any of them, because they they do an amazing job. I I particularly love the Halloween twenty eighteen steel book, which was fucking amazing. But the limited edition release for this movie, just the regular one, actually comes with a forty four page collector's booklet. And lenticular packaging, which if you're into lenticular packaging, that's always fucking awesome. And it's something to kind of look forward to with this. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's about time that they gave this movie some love with a 4K release. It's It's been a long time coming. Now, Universal actually posted about this on Twitter, but then quickly removed the tweet that they posted on this. And tentatively... The disc is supposed to be coming out on uh, June 2nd of this year. Obviously, that can change, especially seen as they did delete that tweet. So that remains to be to be seen and to be officially announced on the actual release of it. But it's very exciting because, I mean, it, the movie was originally released in June, so it would make sense if they want to capitalize on that 45th anniversary to get that out in June, just like the movie was was released. And we'll obviously let you know more information on that as it comes and as we get an official announcement. But that's kind of all I had for you guys tonight. I just wanted to quickly get some news and updates out to you guys. And uh, we'll be back next week, probably with another movie review. We want to do 
another review roulette, but we want to get shift away from Friday the 13th just for a little bit here and look at Nightmare on Elm Street and doing a review roulette for that. And then also we also want to touch on the Romero zombie films and kind of rating those. So that'll be coming up here in the next few weeks. So be on the lookout for those two episodes as they come. But as always, if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us through our social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at CLS Podcast. We would love to hear from you guys. I do want to thank you for checking out this week's episode. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.